Welcome to the Manyverse Sports Show with your host, Haven Harrington, Rashawn Myers, and the lovely Miss Olivia. Produced by Jay Hass. The Manyverse Sports Show is brought to you by Verizon Wireless, the Peer Group, and Peach Promotions. You can listen to the Manyverse Sports Show every Saturday from 6 to 7 p.m. on 104.7 FM, WLOU. You can also catch past episodes of the Main Event Sports Show on Stitcher.com. Just search Main Event Sports Radio. You can catch us on Twitter at MeSports. You can catch us on Facebook at Main Event Sports Radio. You can also catch us on the Internet at MainEventSports101.com. And don't forget, you can take the Main Event Sports Show with you wherever you go by downloading the Main Event Sports app. Just go to your favorite Play Store or App Store and search with the keywords Main Event Sports Radio. It's now time. For the main event. Tremendous show lined up. We have our good friend Chris Vance on calling. Uh, used to be the uh, one of the student managers there for uh, the University of Louisville Fighting Cardinals, the Beakwood Teeth. He's going to give us, uh, you know, his remembrance of the greatness that is Car- uh, Crawford uh, Gym. You know, as some of you know, as you do know now, that Crawford Gym which was the legendary practice facility of the University of Louisville basketball team. Uh, they all practiced there, you know, kids from around the communities to come there and play basketball. You know, it was like the dirt, it's like an indoor dirt bowl almost. Yeah, I, I, you know what, and, and the interesting thing about Crawford Gym is that um, I hate to you, to borrow the phrase, uh, any Steve Craig phrase ever, mm-hmm. but, you know, he, he talked about iron sharpening iron, and, and literally that's what happened at Crawford Gym. When you talk about where Louisville greatness was founded and where the greatness in the basketball uh, you know, that that became Cardinal basketball came from. It came from Crawford Gym. I mean, you, oh, you yeah. had all these great players that came out here, played year after year, um, you know, just going out there and, and, you know, it was just pickup games. And literally, like you said, any anybody in the community could come out and play. So if you had game, you could get a game on there. And, and that competitive nature, having, you know, NBA players, ABA players come into town asking where Crawford Gym was because they wanted to get a run in. That is the uh, history and lineage of that building. So definitely um, a, a bittersweet uh, week this week on Thursday. Of course, uh, Haven, you were able to get out there and see all the dignitaries, Denny Crum and a lot of the former players that came out to kind of pay respects and homage to one of the uh, hallowed halls of uh, the Derby City. Yeah, so we'll talk about that. We have Justin Moore, four-star wide receiver from Covington, Georgia, is going to call in today and kind of give us his thoughts on his recruitment because uh, he has a big announcement coming up Monday, uh, August 15th. He's going to announce uh, what college he attends. Right now he has a uh, – we're going to talk to him about it, but he has a lot of colleges. Big time. Uh, big time okay. colleges uh, vying for his attention. Alabama. Ole Miss, the University of Louisville, Oregon just stepped into the mix as of a couple of weeks ago. So, you know, a lot of guys are trying to hook this young man to make his big announcement this Monday. So we're going to talk to him about that. Uh, we're going to talk about, of course, the Olympics kicked off yesterday. Well, they, well, let me back up. They had the opening ceremony was yesterday. The Olympics actually started early in the week, but the opening ceremony was last night. So Olympics are in full swing today. So we're going to talk a little Olympics uh, basketball. Look. Olympics basketball, yes, the Olympics basketball team and all yes, the other sir. events. We also talk about the football media day was today. You know, what What does Bobby think about his team? You know, we're going to get some sound bites from Coach Bobby Petrino about his team, uh, some of the players, a, a tragic accident happened with his players apparently over the summer. We're going to they get into that as well. But before, uh, you know, we get all into the sports, we talked to our good friend Chris Vance about 
the greatness of this Crawford gym. You know, for the past uh, a couple of weeks here, uh, almost for the past maybe month, month and a half, it's kind of come to my attention uh, that uh, Reverend Milton Seymour, along with the Justice Resource Center there, has come to get my name and, and everything else out there about, uh, you know, my lawsuit against Walmart and things of that nature. They just kind of clear the air because I haven't really said anything at all. I haven't responded on social media. I'm kind of, you know, kind of staying, staying above the fray. But every now and then, you know, you have to kind of address things you know, as they come to you, you know, you can't let things get too far gone without taking a habitual line cross and, you know, checking them for a little bit. So, you know, sometimes you have to check folks. So, you know, I just want to kind of put that out there to uh, the Reverend Milton Seymour and the rest of the Justice Resource Center. If you guys want to call me on your show, uh, you know, we're, we're Facebook friends. You know, feel free to call me. I'll be more than happy to come on to the show to, uh, you know, debate any topic that you guys want to have. You don't have to keep on my name and my address and my telephone number out, out on your show every week. Give me a call. You know, wow. you know, we, we can discuss HIPAA this. information. That's HIPAA information, man. It is. You know, you know, we can call. We can discuss this. I, I'll be more than happy if I, if I have time to come on your show, uh, you know, to discuss various issues and things of that nature. But, but most importantly, um, one of the things I want to say is, and especially about the Justice Resource Center and their, their, their lack of work and the lack of body of work, uh, should I say. Um, you know, at, at one point in my life, I love the Justice Resource Center. You know, when Lewis Coleman was alive, when I was with Lewis Coleman J and J.T. Woods, and we were standing on the corner here of 28th and Broadway, and we had that banner with all the addresses of all the known crack houses. The LMPD refused to close. And we walked through the neighborhoods. We marched through the neighborhoods, you know, with that banner, pointing out crack houses for, you know, for people to close. You know, Justice Resource Center stood for something back in those days. When the PJ came to town for the first time, the Justice Resource Center made sure that when they built out Valhalla and they were hiring all these catering staff, that black-owned businesses were able to get some of the PJ money. When MSD uh, wasn't hiring black contractors, MS, you know, Lewis Coleman made sure that they hired black contractors. So they, he, the Justice Resource Center used to have a standard of, of helping the community. But now, where has the Justice Resource Center been when it's come to things like the methane plant, crickets. What about all the halfway houses that are proliferating West Louisville today? The, the violence. Remember Justice Resource Center? I was still on the corner once again at 20th and Broadway with Lewis Coleman for the gun buyback program. Remember that? Huh? Every summer we had a gun buyback program to get guns off the street to keep our kids safe. See, that was the old Justice Resource Center. This new Justice Resource Center bears no resemblance at all to that Justice Resource Center. To me, the Justice Resource Center died when Lewis Coleman died, January 8th, or January 2008. And I'm just going to leave it right there, you know. So next time you say my name, just put some respect on it. That's all I ask. Wow. To wow. Crawford Jim. Back to sports. Huge announcement. I like it. Mr. Marshall is going to be calling in in just a little while. We're going to check in with Mr. Chris Vance. Is some of, actually, people don't really people know of Chris, but they don't know what he, actually his job role played or what he does. Rashawn. Well, you know what? Basketball is all about relationships and guys guys that can relate uh, with players and people. And Chris Vance is definitely one of those guys knows everybody. Knows how to knows everybody because he knows how to get along and relate with folks. The man is always everywhere. He, he, he will he will tweet you from New York City, Las Vegas, California. It's always something going on with KV. So I can't wait uh, to uh, catch up with him and just kind of talk about um, you know what's going on. Of course, a lot of the former players came back to pay homage to Crawford. Jim. 
Jim and a lot of guys that, uh, you know, he was around and he's still with good friends with to this day. Um, so it'll be very interesting to kind of get his perspective on what happened at Crawford Gym. My dad actually uh, gave me his own story about playing at Crawford Gym. And, uh, you know, well, one, one day he was down there and playing pretty well. And uh, he got on the A court and, and was on playing with the with the big timers. Uh, this was back in the uh, in the 70s. And he said Junior Bridgman was out there playing. And, and he had some guy checking him. And, you know, my dad hit a couple of shots. He got hit, hit hot, hit three or four in a row. And Junior Bridgman was like, yeah, I got him. And he's not going to score again. So y'all got to figure something else. And my dad said, he ain't scoring no more. <laughs> oh, so, you know, I mean, it's just those stories like that. And you don't really have that anymore. You don't really have where you can have the common man go out there and play with the elite guys. The, the, you know, basketball players, um, you know, you would never see um, Ding Adele or Donovan Mitchell and those guys come down and shoot ball at, at Shawnee Park anymore. You or, you, see or even the student center. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you just don't you don't really have that where anybody could come in and the fans could come in and watch, uh, you know, the players come out there and make plays and and do all that. I mean, that was one of the cool things about Crawford Gym is like everybody just basically ran to the gym after school or after classes let out and they could sit there. Even the fans would come out and just see who let's see where the what the freshmen are going to do against the upperclassmen, you know, and they just wanted to get a spot so they could see or, or, a bit, or better yet against the street ball legend. Oh, yeah. Because a lot of guys got scholarships to U of L based on how they played, either the Dirt Bowl or Crawford Crawford Gym. Gym. Yeah, it's crazy. And the best part about it is Crawford Gym has no AC. So, like, (laughs) during the summertime, it was like 1,000 degrees in there. And it was still packed. Still packed. Every time. So let me me ask you a question before we go to commercial breaks. We have a couple of minutes here. Do you have your own memory of Crawford Gym? Um, I never got the opportunity to play in Crawford Gym. I do. Really? I, I never got the opportunity to uh, to go out there. You know, Crawford Gym was just one of, one of those, uh, you know, me being a basketball historian, um, you know, it was always one of those things. I, 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 I want to do everything that Daryl Griffith did. And I always remember the stories of Daryl Griffith dominating Crawford Gym, jumping over, uh, you know, the, the seven-foot German guy, uh, you know, during the Olympic trials. And, uh, you know, th- those types of stories about the great, that was Daryl Griffith. So th- those are my memories. Crawford Gym is just more like a church for me. It's like the hallowed halls. I never played there, I- I- and I'm actually upset with myself that I never e- at least went down there, well, threw down a dunk or something. But, no, it's it's one of the, the great churches of basketball in the city of Louisville. I can tell you my fond memories of that. Okay. Daryl Griffin, Bobby Turner, 101. Man. Going at it. Huge. See Manuel Forrest, Tony Kimbrough going at it. I could just name Lancaster Gordon. I could just, Milt Wagner. I just name players going at it trying to. That's basically how you got your uh, team together. That's basically how you got to play a little bit in, in, the, in the games. But I tell you, man, it's, it's so much fond memories of Crawford Gym, Freedom Hall, and you go to the late John Tong. That set the tone for uh, University of Louisville basketball right there, Mr. John Tong. And uh, LeBrafford Smith. Had that Go done. by Smith. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you, you stay the radio, what you do, man. But anyway, we got a, a, a fabulous show. You guys probably one of the biggest shows you ever had for 11 and a half years on the radio. This is going to be huge. And uh, got a little guest out there that uh, they wrote a book. Mm-hmm. Got four albums. He's touring. And I'm going to tell you a little about who he is as well, too. And I want to send a shout-out to my main man, Haven, man, Mr. Uh, Lewis O'Neill, the catering service. He says, man, that they do big or small services, man. They want to help out the main event sports show, some things, what they do. want to give out uh, a big shout-out to Mr. Lewis O'Neill. 
Contact phone number is 502-299-2316. Tell them the Made of In Sports Show sent you, okay? Be right back with Haven and some big news for a big recruit maybe coming to the University of Louisville. We'll see. We'll check it out. Coming up, go check out Chris Vance. The AAU guy knows all the top college basketball players across the country. Can you say Rick Pitino? Rick Pitino. At an HBCU, it feels like family. Yeah, they alter how you move in the world. HBCUs embolden you. I feel like it's my job to reach back and help someone else. Once you're part of the HBCU family, you're in on a community of excellence. Get in on supporting HBCUs with Allstate. When you quote, Allstate donates $10 to HBCUs. Visit Allstate.com slash HBCU and get a quote now. Not available in all states. No purchase necessary. Program ends November 30th, 2016. For official rules, visit Allstate.com slash HBCU. Only one event unites the world. The 2016 Rio Olympic Games. Another strong finish by Phelps. Usain Bolt still the king of 100. And it all begins with the beauty, drama, and excitement of the opening ceremony. Moments and images unlike anything else in sports. Don't miss the Rio Olympics opening ceremony. Tomorrow, 7.30, Central on NBC. back with your number one sports show main event sports show your host haven harrington with sean myers and uh your producer jay has and uh we're back with your number one sports show main event hey jay has let me tell you something first of all you know we talk about big commitments and of course i'm very excited to talk with uh mr justin marshall here coming up soon but i would be remiss if i did not mention a very very huge commitment by university of louisville basketball uh, this week, the big man Malik Williams uh, out of Northern Indiana, Fort Wayne, the seven-foot forward, yes, making his commitment known. A guy who was the no doubt number one guy on Rick Pitino's board, making a surprise commitment this week after taking his second visit uh, in, in a couple of uh, weeks uh, to the University of Louisville. He decided, you know what, Louisville's the place for me. I love it, Boom. And, and wanted to shut it down. And this young man, just for anybody who doesn't know, this is a young man that's on the rise. He's not been uh, on the AAU circuit very long. Uh, Jerry Meyer, who's one of the best mm-hmm. evaluators of talent, part mm-hmm. of 247 Sports, mm-hmm. uh, just rated him a five-star player, um, number 22 overall. But this young man is on the rise. This young man has um, compared himself and his game Kevin to Kevin Garnett. Durant. Kevin Durant, I mean. It's a guy who can handle the ball. Wow. He mm. can shoot the three very, very proficiently. Seven feet. Seven foot tall. Wow. Uh, can handle it, can pass it. Um, and he's on the rise. So this is a young man that I would expect to be a part of the McDonald's All-American game. And to be able to get that commitment early uh, is huge uh, for the University of Louisville. So uh, just a big, big signing and a way to get the, the recruiting well, I'll be started. excited to go see him in Chicago next year then at the Can't McDonald's All-American game. It's going to be hype. We'll be there. But speaking of hype. We got our man on the line there, Mr. Chris Vance. How KB. You What's going on, KB? Hey, fellas. Good to hear your voice. Uh, just wanted to call in and talk a little bit about uh, last Thursday going over to uh, Crawford Gym and kind of paying the last respects, in a sense. How's everybody doing? Great. Doing great, Chris. Um. Yeah, last Thursday, uh, as 
you all know Crawford Jim kind of had a farewell, uh, I don't know, a little farewell open house, and it was amazing just to come back over on campus. And I hadn't really been over there since maybe 90. Wow. And then 90, my freshman year, uh, when I took some classes down there. But just seeing a lot of the old former players in the Denny Crum era was an uh, awesome experience. And I did not really remember not having air conditioning in there. All the guys were just talking about, you know, what a hot box it was. And uh, so, yeah, they sold a lot of the floor, and uh, a lot of the players were signing it and raising money uh, to go back to uh, the Denny Crum Scholarship Foundation. And uh, so, anyway, it's just amazing how much the campus has really uh, changed in the last 15, 20 years. Oh man, it's changed uh, quite a bit. Now, Chris, now you were, you know, a part of the golden, uh, you know, I want to say the golden years of, of L basketball. You was on there with Denny and Wade Houston and guys like that. I mean, what, what's your fondest memory of being in Crawford Gym? Like, of all the guys you've seen come through, there, of all the great L players that's come through, like, what's your what's your most fondest memory? Well, right before I became a freshman manager, um, I had the opportunity to go down there and be a camper. I played high school basketball at Moore High School, and my father, uh, when he was alive, he sent me down to the Cardinal camp for three years. And uh, I got a chance to watch Scooter McCray, Derek Smith, LeBradford Smith, uh, Jerome Harmon, Everett Sullivan, Cornelius Holden, all the greats go at it in the gym, in the pickup. And uh, we all went out to lunch over at Griff's after after things kind of wound down at Crawford that last Thursday. And hearing those guys talk about court A and court B, but I, 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 that was where I began to, to build my relationship with the late Derek Smith. And uh, it'll be 20 years since he's passed already, coming up August 9th wow. next week, which inspired me to – Start the Derek Smith AAU travel team in his memory, and and uh, also the Derek Smith shootout that we had, um, you know, all those years on Father's Day weekend. But just seeing his toughness and how tough those guys were, and if you lost, you might have to sit out another four games before you got back out in prime time, or you could go over to the B court and play with the secondary guys. But if you weren't tough, the first guys didn't even pick you up. Uh, on court eight. So that was really where the Louisville basketball brand was built in there, just seeing those guys in an open gym. And uh, I was a little bit disappointed not to have anybody from the Patino era to come over and kind of, you know, pay tribute. But I understand with Coach Patino and his staff how busy they are right now coming out of July with the recruiting period. And, and getting that big that big man out of out of Indiana, 
Yeah, and Chris, uh, that, that, that's a good point. Um, I did want to ask you about that. Uh, you know, and it seems that, of course, there is a definitive, um, you know, line between, uh, you know, the, the, the Crum regime and, and the Patino regime. And do you think, um, you know, I, I think it was maybe more out of respect for, you know, allowing Denny to have his day and, and, and not doing anything to kind of overshadow that. What was what Do you feel that that was more um, what they were doing? Or, or, or do you feel as if, you know, so, somebody should have been there? Of course, Coach Patino, as you said, has been running around with, you know, doing recruiting and trying to lock up some of these commitments. Uh, but would you have liked to see somebody else come out there uh, and, and kind of pay respect? Well, no, no question. You know, who knows? The guys may be off of campus and, you know, kind of doing their thing. But it would have been good. But I also understand the uh, the amount of time that has really went by and the new generations, uh, they don't understand or really know uh, the cardinal history quite like, you know, some of the older guys do. But that, you know, just not having the air conditioning and people calling it the hot box. I mean, we had a swimming pool downstairs in Crawford, and you could always go downstairs and maybe jump in the pool. But, I mean, it was just like a sauna when you would come in there. <laughs> and I do remember, you know, guys like Derek Smith and, and Wiley Brown, they were the enforcers. And you you really, you like I said, you wouldn't even step on the court with those guys, and they wouldn't pick you up if you weren't tough. Yeah, and, so, and, and no, that, that was going to be my question is that, you know, this is, you know, the, people want to know, you know, why Louisville was so good for you. You're talking about so many Final Fours and so many uh, championships uh, or, or, you know, opportunities at championships in such a small window. But when you have that many great players all playing against each other, uh, that competitiveness that that builds, that was a big part of it, wasn't it? Just the fact that you had so many greats playing against each other. So you had to kind of bring your A game, even in practice, probably tougher than a lot of the games. Practice? We talk about practice? No question. The place was legendary. I mean, Crawford Gym, it was a who's who in the summer. It was, you know, kind of before the NBA Summer League. That was like going to watch what we see now as an NBA Summer League because you made your reputation over there in the summer, and it was a battle. It was a battleground. I mean, and then the fact that it was just so hot in there, it just even made it better. Um, but it was an environment that you really, I don't know, you almost can't create it. And going to basketball camp as a kid down there, that's where I first kind of was instilled because I think around 4.30 or right around maybe 6 after we came back from lunch, those guys would close close, uh, close down the camp and then they would start playing at night. And you had some epic, epic wars in there. Um, my guy Everett Sullivan and uh, I remember Jerome Harmon coming in from Gary, Indiana and you know, and all the fans would line up. There really wasn't enough seating in there, up and down the court. Um, and, and, you know, just taking classes over there as well. It was such a big part of the campus. And it was really, like I said, where the brand uh, Louisville basketball was built. Because before that, they used Belknap campus. And, you know, I remember when they tore Belknap down. But it just didn't have the same allure or mystique. Mr. Chris Vance, real quick, I got a quick question for you. Uh, the next 30 seconds, just give us a summarize a little bit about you and what your role play is with the AAU basketball. Well, uh, as I mentioned, it's hard to believe that Derek Smith has been gone for 20 years, coming up August 9th. And I have uh, 
I've kind of slowed things down with my AAU. I did work the Pangos All-American Camp out in Los Angeles the first weekend in June and got to see DeAndre Iton, uh, number one player. Uh, Beast. Gary Trent. Gary Trent had a son out there, 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, uh, guard that was, you know, he was a great player. I mean, um, he was hitting mid-range jump shots, threes. Uh, and uh, so... I've kind of slowed my thing down now. I just have a little Special Olympics team that I work with out at Wagner, and um, but I do still kind of, you know, try, try to keep up with recruiting and who Louisville's recruiting and who my guy Kenny Payne's recruiting up there in Kentucky, and uh, so uh, that's kind of where I'm at right now. And um, I always enjoy listening to you guys and talking a little basketball. So. Well, well, Thanks so much for having me on the show tonight. No, I definitely appreciate that. And, again, you are listening to the Main Event Sports Show. Chris Vance, longtime trainer and friend of University of Louisville. He's done a lot of things. He's seen a lot of things. I'm sure you have a lot of stories that we can't necessarily tell on the air, but I will be looking forward, hopefully, to doing that with you this evening at some point. So, definitely, uh, Chris, I definitely appreciate everything that you do and that you continue to do for the city of Louisville, and I'm very excited. Do you have any thoughts on uh, Malik Williams and his commitment before before we get out of here, Malik Williams. I watched a little bit of footage of him. He looked like a very agile, mobile big man. Uh, anytime you can go up in the Fort Wayne area and pick off a guy that Indiana or Michigan State wants, that's the kind of guy you got to have to be successful. So I know the fans will be uh, exciting to to uh, follow his development. And uh, also, you know, I know a lot of the guys are overplaying in Mid America to battle the bridges tonight. So uh, I did see Romeo uh, Langford's name on the rosters in the Courier Journal this morning, and uh, there should be some outstanding games. And that's a great grassroots basketball event over at Mid America. Anybody's listening, head over that way. Definitely. Let us know how uh, how those guys play. No doubt. Well, Chris Vance, I appreciate you calling in, and uh, look forward to talking to you soon, sir. You guys have a great night, and keep up the great work. Thanks, sir. There we go. Chris Vance. You know what? And, and it's just been so interesting, uh, just everything, uh, to, to see all the folks come out, uh, you know, that, that were part of Crawford Gym and, and just kind of all those uh, stories and, and the history and, and the legends. It, it's, it's been really cool, um, and I do appreciate his thoughts and reflections. When we come back here on the Main Event Sports Show, uh, we'll be talking with one of the top wide receiver prospects in the country, Mr. Mr. Justin Marshall. Uh, we get to get the last last interview, literally the last interview with any sort of media before this young man makes his commitment on Monday. Uh, so we're very interested to talk about that and much, much more here on 104.7 WLOU, the new home of the Tom Jordan Martin Show. We'll be back. Some of you think it takes too long to drive to Buffalo Wild Wings, order lunch, eat, and get back to work in time. It's because of people like you that we've got the B-Dubs Fast Break Lunch Menu. We guarantee you'll get an entree like wings or street tacos plus a side delivered to your table in just 15 minutes or it's free. You used to wish we could serve lunch faster. Now you might wish we were slower, but we won't be. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings. Sports. For a limited time only at participating locations. Restrictions apply. See participating locations for details.
We are back with your number one sports show. Your host, Haven Harrington, Rashawn Myers, and uh, Jay Hatch, producer. You can join us if you're internet savvy across the country. I bring you the number one sports show main event. And welcome back to main event sports show. Man, you know what? I think we're going to bring you that brand new funk. I'm telling you, man, Jerry, (laughs) Jerry, my man, on the ones and twos over there, you know, you're making this old hip-hop head feel good again. You're making this old hip-hop head feel good again. And to all our listeners out there, if you tune into the Main Event Sports Show, if you can, please go ahead and download the Main Event Sports app. Just go to the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store and search Main Event Sports Radio. You'll see it pop up. It'll be a little white box with a little lettering inside that says Main Event Sports Radio. Download the app. You can listen to our podcasts, shows, videos, interviews, everything we've blogs. done. Don't forget about the blogs. The blogs. I mean, everything. Everything is up there from our interviews with Adrian Broner and Cincinnati, his fight, to all the MMA acts we, we've covered, boxing, football. It is all up there on the app. We definitely want you to listen to it and uh, read the, the great articles put out, especially by our good senior writer, Mr. Uh, Mark, Mark Bacon, Bacon. Who, who's like putting it down Main overtime. event D.C. That's going right. down. But now it's like main event real. Main event, yeah, yeah exactly. Now he's, he's, he's converted to main yeah, event Yeah, main real. event real. I mean, he's like really putting <laughs> it down hard. But you know what? Hey, this is our brand new segment we have on a main event sports show called High School Hype. Man, we are excited about this segment because I'm telling you, it gets no bigger than this because we're going to highlight the best high school talent across the country on our radio show. And I am honored to say we're about to get kicked off with our first high school hype segment ever with our good friend Justin Marshall out of Covington, Georgia. Justin, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. Man, it's, man, it's good to hear you again. It's good to hear you again. Now, um, you know, you got your big announcement coming up Monday. But if you can, you know, for folks out there listening, can you kind of, like, describe what the recruiting process is like? You know, for those who've never gone through it before, like, what's it like to be uh, recruited by some of the biggest coaches, the biggest schools uh, in the nation? Uh, honestly, it's a blessing because I think, I mean, most guys who play football and are in my position aren't as blessed as I am to have as many schools looking at them and things like that. So, I mean, it's just a blessing. I look at it as opportunities bigger than football. I take those, when I take those trips and visits, I bring my family along with me. They can see things also. So, it really just, honestly, it helped bring my family closer. So, it was just something I cherish. Now, Justin, uh, you know, if you could, uh, of course, uh, you, you are a four-star uh, wide receiver, uh, w- one of the most coveted prospects, uh, you know, in, in the nation. Uh, just kind of talk about some of the schools that, that you've uh, had the opportunity to visit and some of the coaches. And, and who, who are some of the schools that you're looking at right now? I visit Clemson, Duke, Georgia, Louisville. Yeah, I mean, those are some of the great, some great schools and all, but – my top nine schools as of now is Louisville, Maryland, Tennessee, South Carolina, Auburn, West Virginia, North Carolina, Oregon, and Georgia. And that is the and and just throws it out there like I'm only I mean those are literally uh, you know the, the who's who uh, of recruiting and, and what has that how what has the actual recruitment process been like like have these coaches been camping out outside your house are they you know sending you texts in the middle of the night what has that been like? Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> All the coaches, what they their goal in recruiting is to build a relationship with you to make you come to their school. So, I mean, through that, they'll do anything to build that relationship. I mean, calls, texts, stuff like that. So, I mean, it, sometimes it's a it's a handful, but then again, I got to think of it as something like I just I can't take it for granted. 
Right. No, no doubt. And, and of course, I, I, you know, they always say you only get recruited once. You know, this process right. is something to be cherished. And, uh, um, you know, I know that's very, very important to you. Now, when did you make the decision to go ahead and commit? Because some guys like to wait until do the whole national signing day and do be a part of ESPN's recruiting day. Why did you decide to go ahead and make your commitment uh, this Monday? Uh, I decided to do it um, actually on August 15th. I decided to do it then because I felt like this is my senior season in high school and senior year in high school, so I didn't want to be too much worried about and wrapped up in recruiting still, so I wanted to go and make a decision and start planning myself for the future. That's what's up. That's what's up. So for people that have not been had the opportunity to see you play or check out your videos, what is kind of the, uh, you know, what, what are the best parts of your game? And then secondly, what are you really looking to work on that's going to help you when you get to college? Um, the best part about my game, in my opinion, is I, I play aggressive. Um, most of our receivers are looked at as flashy guys and kind of, I mean, superstar guys and stuff like that. So, I mean, I run routes aggressive, I catch aggressive and block aggressive. So I just got that, I got that basically a dog mentality about everything that I do when I play. And also, working on before I get to college, I want to work on getting in and out of my break quicker and, you know what I mean, stuff like that. Like the little small things, tuning that up. Yeah, yeah, no no doubt, and definitely the fundamentals are a huge part of that. Now, is there anybody that you like to, to pattern your game after or, or favorite guys that you like to kind of watch their film, break it down, and kind of add some of what they do uh, to your game? Uh, most definitely. Uh, my, one of my top guys to look at, my favorite players, uh, Devontae Parker and Jarvis Landry. I like that. Devontae Parker, of course, the, the former Louisville Cardinal. That's a, that's a good one to start. Current Dolphin, yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Now, now, of all the schools you've been to and all the, you know, and all the coaches you talk to, like, what do you look for in in a school? Like, what does a school have to do to kind of impress you? And what kind of things are you looking for in a school that you want to spend the next three to four years? Um, I look at I look at a place who has my major. That's one because I feel like I mean you can you can leave early and all of that and go get a check and stuff like that, but the degree lasts forever. So I'd rather you know what I mean spend spend some time at a place where I know I can better myself as a young man more than just a football player. Uh, no, uh, okay. no, that definitely. And, and I do want to ask. Of course, we have a ton uh, of University of Louisville faithful listening. Just kind of uh, speaking in, in regards to Bob Petrino's program, uh, what has interested you in Louisville, and, and what's the recruitment like uh, been like from from the Louisville perspective? Man, uh, recruiting from Louisville has been crazy since my sophomore year. I mean, I've always been a, a fan of Louisville football, and I've always had that in the back of my mind. Me having family from Louisville and. Then, Growing up around the area and having friends and family there and playing on the seven on seven team, so that's just something I always looked at. Bobby Petrino, that's a great guy. He's brought in a, a couple of guys um, from his, to better his staff, and two guys that I made a great relationship with and connected with well with Coach Galloway. He's the wide right receiver coach. And, um, coach Nuke, he's the tight end coach, and he's the recruiting coordinator. There, he also played at um, he also played at Louisville himself. So I made a I kind of clicked with them well on a bigger level than just football. So that's something that that basically stuck me to Louisville. And, and no doubt, and of course, Kevin White is a is a guy who just got drafted, uh, you know, in, in the NFL draft um, uh, last year, um, and you know he's had a lot of success with wide receivers. And I'm sure that that Bobby Petrino offense, the fact that you know he's known for for kind of uh, producing big time wide receivers, that's got to be an attraction for you, right? Yes, sir. It is. No doubt, no doubt. Well, uh, Justin, I, I'm very, very excited. Now, are you going to uh, narrow your focus or, or you know, get, get to a, a Final Four or Five before you make that commitment? Or are you going to stick? I know you're at, what, about nine schools right now? 
Yes, sir. Uh, so, so are you going to narrow that to two or three before you make your decision? And how are you going to go about making that decision when the time comes? Uh, as of now, I haven't decided. With the time that I have left, I'll definitely get down to that, and I'll get back to now, now I'm going to ask you because you know a lot of these guys nowadays are going with these commitment Uh-oh. videos and movies Uh-oh. or you know press yeah, conferences and you know so are you do you have something like grand plan are you going to like wrap your your, your commitment like what's going to happen with the uh, Justin Marshall commitment you got something special planned? Uh, <laughs> no not, pressure not there right now. <laughs> I got a little bit of time to think about it and see how I want to do it. So. There you go. There you go. He's keep, keeping it old school, just like, ah, that's where I'm going. I'm done. And walk out and my, drop the mic. <laughs> now, that's what I love about you, man. That's, that's what I love about you, Justin. You're a classy guy all around. But, you know, most importantly, uh, one thing you did say kind of kind of piqued my interest that we were kind of talking about the schools and what you was looking for. And one of the things you said I think is so true that a lot of the younger athletes uh, really need to latch on to, and that is your degree lasts forever. So my question is for you is, like, what is your major? Uh, my major would be sports medicine or kinesiology. Nice. That's that's a very good major. My cousin, uh, Dr. Perkins. That's what uh, Dr. Perkins boss just got married. That's what her uh, major was in. Uh, mm-hmm. She's now a doctor of kinesiology. So man, you know, big ups. You know, you can do a lot of things with that. It's a great so, major. I feel like if I want to major in um, sports medicine because I feel like if I can't play forever, I'd rather be connected to it some kind of way. So. Man, you know what? You sound like a man way beyond your years. I'm telling you. <laughs> You're a man way beyond your years, man. Justin, hey, man, thanks for uh, calling in. I can't wait to give you a call uh, Monday evening and and, uh, and kind of talk to you again about, you know, who who decided to go to. I'm excited with everybody else. So thanks for calling in. Uh, this has uh, been no Justin Marshall from The Greatness. Hey, man, thank you. And that's been Justin Marshall from The Greatness It Is, Covington, Georgia. I'm telling you, man, he's one of the top wide receivers in the country. If you want to uh, listen to that interview again, just download the app. Like I said, search Main Event Sports Radio and either the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store. The podcast will be up later today. So, hey, we're excited about that. And, and, and Haven, you know, I just want to just mention the fact that when, when, you, when he talks about his favorite wide receivers are guys that he kind of patterns his game after and the first name that comes out of his mouth it's is Devontae, Devontae Parker. Yeah, that's huge. <laughs> You've got to think, uh, you know. It could be. It could think, be but, mean. But, hey, but you never know because Oregon, has has bumped his top nine. They literally just offered him like two weeks ago. Yeah, and and, and so Oregon's hey, huge. You know, their yeah. pass happy offense. It's got to be something. And Louisville's been fighting with a lot of wide receivers for um, Oregon products. So uh, you know, it's definitely going to be interesting to watch. But Justin Marshall is the type of talent, uh, a lot like a guy like Des Fitzpatrick, uh, the Louisville uh, freshman coming in this year. Very very committed to Michigan. Yeah, he, he Michigan was on him. He, yeah. was, he was committed to Louisville. Then he committed to Michigan. Now then he was committed to Louisville again, and <laughs> now he's making. Plays here uh, as those guys got here over the summer and now into uh, fall camp, which has started, and he's making plays. He's already making a name for himself, and Justin Marshall would continue that. Uh, so I- I'm sure the Louisville coaches will be waiting with bated breath uh, to find out what happens uh, with that commitment. Uh, yes, so sir, very and, appreciate that. And you're talking about that. And before we go to break, man, we have like a ton of news to announce at the Man Even Sports Show. Ton of news because high school hype just isn't doing Saturdays during our show. It's going to start August 19th, Central High School. We're going to be out there for High School Hype, live from Central High School. We'll be talking to great Central alumni. I want to give you a breakdown of the game. It's going to be like college game day for high school. It is going to be huge. 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 I'm telling you, it's going to be huge. Everybody's going to be there. Jay Haas is going to be there. 
Miles, the intern, is going to be there. Yeah, you were down there for the Gold and Black game. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, so how, how was that? How what was the atmosphere like there? Uh, you know, with the, it seems like the fans are really, really excited about what's going on with Central Football. Man, you know what? I'm going to talk a little about Central Football because Central Football to me reminds me of my days when I was in Morehouse. You know, mine's with that, that, that black college vibe. We got the band playing all through the game. You know, everybody's out there having a good time. Everybody's barbecuing. Man, I just, I just love it to death. I love it to death. A great game. A lot of talent on, on Central's roster. And we're going to talk about that and much, much more. August 19th, our first high school hype game at Central. We are so excited. I cannot wait to get out there and talk about all the upcoming talent. The game, the season, so much to talk about. We're on there. We got interviewing former Central High School stars. And you can uh, actually famous alumni. It is going to be huge. It's going to be beyond huge. Actually, you can tell you can tell us a little bit after and a little bit where how you can join them in the sports show tomorrow evening. That's right. Got about that. That's right. We got something going down. Big, my main man, Mr. Steve Mubb. We're going to talk about that. That's right. Right back, main event sports. Hello, folks. It's Steve Mugg with Montgomery Chevrolet. It's that time. Sale, clearance, savings, all words we're accustomed to at Montgomery Chevrolet. Come on out to 5325 Preston Highway, where we have vehicles starting as low as $1,000, payments starting as low as $99 per month. Yes, you can buy a brand new Chevrolet Cruze for $99 per month with zero money down. Now is the time to come and sign and drive for your brand new vehicle. Come out, ask for Steve, or call me directly at 502 502- 968-6111. The dealership where promises made or promises kept. We're back with your number one sports show. Your host, Haven Harrington, with Sean Myers and uh, Jay Hass, our producer. You can join us if, if you're internet savvy at WLOUonline.com, Stitcher.com as well, too. And it's just so, so much to, to talk about. And uh, special guest is in the studio all the way from uh, Seattle, Washington, Haven Harrington, with Sean Myers. I bring you the man with the master plan. Mr. Sam, Majesty Star, welcome to the show. Hey, Lou. What's happening, Louisville? What's going on, J-Heads? Sports show, what y'all doing, man? Man, how's the thing going? Man, God is good. No complaints here, man. Just on the grind every day. Just trying to get it, man. I've been checking you out, man. Um, and I love what y'all doing, man. I love what y'all doing. feel like he's trying to rap, Haven. I know, right? Like, like, but a couple of bars. It's been like 16. <laughs> Maybe 32. You never know. You never know. When people get on the show, they get happy. Like it's church. People get happy and they start like busting down freestyles for no reason. Well, I'm saying I've been going back and forth between uh, Brown Bean Studios and, uh, and Platinum City, you know. So, you know, I keep, I keep a little something, you know. He's always oh, ready to go. I'm always ready to spit something, you know what I mean? So, like, so how did you get from the home of Sir Mix-a-Lot <laughs> to, to the greatness that is Louisville, Kentucky? Man, Louisville is like home to me. It always will be, man. So, you know, I, I, I spend more time here than anything. And, and then I just got blessed, man, to, to, to move and, and ended up in Columbus, South Carolina for a while. Then you opened up some more doors. And then now I'm in Seattle, Washington. And somewhere between, you know, music and, and the book I wrote and you just, just keep blessing me, brother. So I just, I'm going with the flow. You know what I'm saying? Hey, there you go. Speaking of your book, why don't you tell us a, a little bit more about your book? 
the book copied amazon.com sam majesty star face to face um it's a it's a spin-off my album face to face which is also available online and it's just trying to bring some balance back to music trying to bring some realness back um not knocking nobody that's out there but ain't a whole lot of singing and whatnot we're we, gonna knock we spit okay. bars you it's know okay. young thug come out we, we spitting bars we're going back to where you understand what what what, what, what a person is saying and where what they saying means a whole lot so hold on hold on hold up hold up stop I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stop right there <laughs> so what you're telling me is that if I listen to your album right now, right now, you're not gonna mumble through like 32 tracks like Future or Design and none of those guys. If you put my album in, and the first song you're gonna hear is called The City, it's a dedication to the beautiful city uh, where the greatest is from, Ali, Louisville, Kentucky. And you're gonna hear at least one street that you know of on that joint. I guarantee you, that's, oh, that's, that. that's what I'm talking about right there. Man, it's taking the old school back with lyrics and beats. That's what it's about, man. Now, hold up. Any auto tunes on the album? No, no auto tune. What? No auto tune. I, I got some vocals on there. It was 2016. Some, some real singers. Auto tune. singers in there. You know, I got I got Cherry on there. Queen Cherry got that voice. She's singing. I ain't no ain't no auto tune. Ain't no fixing or polishing nothing. That just it's just raw. Man, so now you said that we get your album online. Yes, sir. Is it iTunes? iTunes, oh. CD, baby. Any of your digital outlets, you can get that. It's called Face to Face. Sam Majesty Star, you can get that. So, so Book is you, on Amazon.com. Face to Face, Sam Majesty Star. So if anybody wants to come out and be able to see you or check out what you do live, do you have any events upcoming? So, unfortunately, I'm, I'm, out, of, I'm out of Louisville here after this weekend. Um, but I do. I will be at um, Clay Street in, in Chevyville uh, tomorrow evening. I'm at four. I'll be at uh, at, at the at the Zion, you know, and uh, in Chevyville uh, for, for for morning service, and you know, and, and, and Jay been talking to some people. We was trying to see if we can get old early morning service in. You know what I'm saying? If you out there, if any churches got a tremendous youth organization, if you have a nine o'clock nine thirty service, call here at the station. Sam Magistar will perform. Tell you about his book, his four albums, and his ministry, and he's here. Live direct, 776-1350. We're going to check out a little, little verse of what he does, hey. Here we go. Let's check him out. It's called Fire. Very Man, great. he spent the entire time. That's what I'm talking about. Old school. Like but you know what? We're not done yet. Because <laughs> we're not done yet. Because you brought a very special guest in. Yes, I did. I did. I brought my beautiful daughter, Justice, Justice Amore. 
Then my love, say hi, Justice. <laughs> <laughs> She's like a, a track star. Yes, just, yes, Justice is in athletics, so it's, yeah. it's a great opportunity for her to be on the show. She runs track, plays basketball, do dabbling a little bit of everything as it relates to sports. So there we go. My so, young, so. My, my, my eldest, my athletic. There we go. Big ups. I'm sorry, I had, had to call you. This this cat right here. <laughs> he Haven always likes to put people on on, on the spot. He that, that, that's what he's known for. Now now now, Sam, if you could just talk talk about if everybody wants to follow you, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Where can we follow you? At where can you find out what you're doing to kind of keep up with you? Sam Majesty Star. You Google Sam Majesty Star. The videos, everything will pop up. My uh, Facebook is Sam Majesty Star. Um, my, my Twitter, Sam Majesty Halo. But if you look up Sam Massey Star, you Google, you find everything you, you, you need right there. That is. You I know what? I'm about, I'm about to add your Twitter right now. And link me up. Link me up. See what's going down. You, we making moves. We making moves. Well, I definitely appreciate you coming in, joining, yeah. being a part of the main event sports show. That was outstanding. I will be I'm checking that out. I'm downloading yeah. it immediately. You know what? Well, let's take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we'll talk a, a little bit of the media days. But on our way out, if you don't mind. One more time. One more time. Go acapella. Just, just go ahead and just give us like four mm. bars. We're gonna fade to black. Four bars off the top. I'ma spit in the booth with Jay Haz in the sports radio. Yo, I'm the truth. Don't matter. Don't need no beat off the top of my feet. I swing and I move. So check what I do to no groove. I get loose, huh? Until they let it go. I'm a freestyle, you know, a freestyle flow on the radio show. Check it. And I'm about to do my thing. So what? Hello. There it is. Boom. Bam. We're right back. Made have been sports show. If you want to invite uh, Sam Masty and Jay Hass to your morning service, 776-1350. Right back. going to tell you how you can join your number one sports show tomorrow night with something. Oh. And Friday night. Friday night. Tomorrow night and Friday okay. night. Okay. Mm. We're going to talk about that in just a bit. Hello, folks. It's Steve Mug with Montgomery Chevrolet. It's that time. Sales, clearance, savings, all words we're accustomed to at Montgomery Chevrolet. Come on out to 5325 Preston Highway, where we have vehicles starting as low as $1,000. Payments starting as low as $99 per month. Yes, you can buy a brand new Chevrolet Cruze for $99 per month with zero money down. Now is the time to come and sign and drive for your brand new vehicle. Come out ask for something or call me directly at 502 9-6-8-6-1-1-1. The dealership where promises made are promises kept. We'll be back with your number one sports show, main event, your host, Haven Harrington and Sean Myers. And uh, we are going to be somewhere a little bit uh, tomorrow night for a great Call Sean Mars, Montgomery Chevrolet That's at the Louisville Slugger Baseball. Hey, and you know what? I am no pressure. I'm not going to put no pressure on my man Steve, Buck, but he will be throwing out the first. I'm putting put on pressure. Uh, do it, Steve. Don't mess up, tomorrow. Steve. I'm going to be uh, there, man. So I, I, I told him, I said, look, Steve, okay, we're coming out to support you. There's going to be camera phones out and everything. I said, the one thing, brother, you cannot do is bounce the ball to the plate. Now, don't I bounce the 
bottom. We were the clown who Steve Mudd. You know what I'm saying? And, and don't pull the, what, the 50 cent? He didn't even throw it to the bait, to, to the catcher. He threw it like sideways or something. So, you know, I, I just get the ball to the catcher, man. Just get it there and don't bounce it and we'll be all right. So, yeah, take a check in because we will have that video on the on the app. So, you know, everything that Steve Mudd does tomorrow. No, no pressure. I know Steve's not there listening because he's a avid, avid member uh, and, and lover of the main event sports show. So, you know, I know he's listening, but no pressure, brother. But we're going to be out there to support. So I cannot wait. We'll be out there with the Louisville Bats checking out what Steve's doing. So, uh, uh, you know, big shout out to them and what's going on. I also want to give a shout out, Jay has, uh, to the LYFL. I was out there this morning for the Louisville Youth Football League, their pigskin preview at Skyview Park in J-Town. Uh, that was a huge event. Um, I always go out there every year and kind of cover that. Uh, so I want to give a big shout out uh, to Dion Bowers and those guys. They're doing big things. 18 youth to football programs, guys from all around the city. Uh, they always have a kickoff where they have their teams basically come out back to back to back. They'll be out there today and tomorrow all day long uh, doing it with the LYFL. So I did want to give a shout out uh, to those guys as well. But uh, I tell you what, if it's been unbelievable. You have uh, this is one of those days where we definitely needed a two-hour show. It's, it's so two much to show. get into. Uh, so much that we still left meat on the bone. But uh, of course, uh, media days uh, from the University of Louisville. Um, you know what? What were kind of your uh, thoughts of, of you know what what Bobby Petrino had to say? We're hearing a lot about national championships and things like that. What, 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 what are your take? You know what? Not so fast. I, I, that's what I'm interested because so I've uh, heard a lot of talk about that. Uh, you know, you could talk about it, but. I'm I'm going to say this, until you can be Florida State or Clemson, you can't talk about national championships. So in other words, you're saying talk is cheap. It is what it is. You know, but one thing that Bobby did say today during media day that really kind of got my hopes up was when he was talking about how much better the offensive line has looked. Now, now let me ask you. I'm going to keep it real because, you know, everybody knows that if you go to your mama and you, and you sing and it's like, mama, I want to sing. And you go out there, you can be the worst singer in the world. Mama's always going to tell you, my baby, this is my baby. You can, baby, you can sing, you can get out there. And everybody's like, yeah, yeah, no, 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 sit down. And so is this what Bobby Petrino was doing with the offensive line? Because, you know, I've been highly critical. And the main show has been highly critical of, uh, you know, the play of some of the guys on the offensive line. That's about you. Know, uh, but, you know, it, you know. Do you think this is Coach Petrino? Do you really believe that he feels that way? Or, or do you think it's a situation where he's just trying to, to praise and get better? Uh, you know, to I hope he gets better, I guess. No, you know, I think he really feels this way. Because Bobby tends to be a straight shooter. You know, Bobby doesn't kind of really gloss over things too much in, in his press conferences. You know, he tries to be as straight as a, as a shooter as he can be. And, you know, the offensive line has a lot more experience this year. He had a couple of freshmen start last year. They're a year older system. They've been through a strength conditioning program. We kind of know what to expect. Number one, that's going to help the offensive line out a lot. But number two, and what's really going to help the offensive line out a whole bunch more, is the quarterback actually knows all the plays. So now when they go to block, they have an idea about how far he's going to drop back. They know where he's going to be in the pocket, which helps tremendously when you try to block. You know, they can have an idea when he runs, what's his kind of favorite side to run to, the things of that nature. So you should see a lot more cohesion between the quarterback and the offensive line, which should make the offensive line play much better. So I'm expecting the offensive line to be better. Uh, hopefully they'll be a lot better. So I think that was really the only weak link in Louisville's offense last year was one, the offensive line, and two, 
Yeah, to be honest with you, Lamar Jackson had done a whole playbook. I mean, he knew like the plays he knew from high school, and he ran kind of same split option offense all the time. Right. And it was his talent that allowed him just to just put the best player quarterback and let yeah. him do what he does. And that's exactly what he did. He made him throw the ball up. He showed glimpses of accuracy. You could tell that he got to he got to be much better quarterback as the year progressed. A lot more accurate. Uh, different throws. He perfected the fade route, which is actually one of the hardest throws in football, which he made look easy. Yeah, the Florida State game really opened my eyes to what Lamar Jackson could do in terms of making plays with his arm. Before that, I didn't know. You know, I, as you know, I felt that he was going to probably end up at running back. I didn't know if he could handle playing quarterback in the University of Louisville. So he surprised me in that game, and he surprised me also in the spring with his continued maturation. So uh, I'm very excited to see what he does, but I agree with you. It all starts with the offensive line. Up front. I think if the offensive line, if, if Hughley and those guys can keep the, the center of attack, there was too much pressure, those guys can coming up the middle. That was a huge part of it. But of course, uh, we are rocketing towards that the show. We'll have much more to continue to talk about uh, global football, but we also have something coming up uh, uh, this coming Friday, ain't that right? Man, this coming Friday, you can catch the Minivan Sports Show. We're going to be at the Molo Village Festival. It's going to take place at the St. Peter's UCC campus at the Russell Plaza at 1407 West Jefferson. We're going to be actually in their parade. You know, parade's going to take place on Friday night at 6 o'clock. We're going to be there at 8 o'clock. We're going to be there at the parade. It's only a two-block long parade. It's not going to be a parade. Right, main sports.